welcome to the Tumbleweed Podcast, where we discuss an eclectic range of topics, including business, design, Texas culture, and everything in between. We're two teachers that turned a side hustle into a nationally known apparel brand, and now we work with some of the biggest names in Texas. We strive to never stop exploring and continue to draw inspiration from our adventures. So drift and explore or raise a glass. We're always ready to hang out and talk about the things that we love. So come roll with us as we drift and explore. Well, we are here with another Tumbleweed podcast, and today is a special one because it is my beautiful wife, Hillary, that is joining us as we are going to discuss not just about Tumbleweed Textiles, about business and marketing and design, like a lot of our podcasts in the past, but we're going to discuss kind of the family dynamic of having a spouse work with their other spouse uh, with the Tumbleweed Textiles brand. So, Hillary, thank you for joining us today. Happy to be here. Uh, we appreciate I know you've been on a few other podcasts, and yes. you are definitely my better half. Well, I don't know about that, but... Yeah, well, today... Um, you know, how the content we're going to discuss has kind of been compiled by various people from family friends through tweets and gathering questions from other business professionals out there. We asked the question, what would you like to know from us, Hillary and Brian, um, on how we work together? So we're going to kind of go through a journey of those questions today discussing how is our work-life balance as a family and as co-workers, but also um, as business partners? Right. So um, so with you kind of get kicked off, I think everyone knows the story, at least those that are listening to this podcast. And right. if not, they can check out episode one, but how Jeb and I got started. Right. But let me pass it over to you. How did you get involved with Tumbleweed Textiles and specifically being a partner with Jeb and I? Right. So I have been here, I would like to say, from the very beginning. Um, my very first kind of job or task for you guys actually was sitting out at McKinney Trade Days. So it was like a, a weekend show booth, and I was slinging T-shirts while y'all were, were teaching, I think. And uh, and that was really eye-opening for me, was seeing these people stopping by and seeing how interested they were in shirts that they had no idea who the designers were, no idea what the company was, anything about it. They just thought that it was a really cool product. So that was that was my first kind of part of Tumbleweed Textiles. And then that grew into being more kind of design-based. So right. then after Jeb would do his his drawing, then I would, this was way back in the day, obviously, but I would scan it and then start doing some more kind of digital part of that. Um, and then giving it back to him to finish up. So I had a little bit of a hand in the design part. Um, and then I got more into the marketing design aspect. So I started doing the emails and then some of kind of the, the social graphics. And then it just kind of snowballed from there. Okay. Let's, let's backtrack a little bit. So people think, okay, you and I work together right. uh, with Tumbleweed Textiles. But mm -hmm. I think uh, th this might have been noted previously in other podcasts but to kind of give a full picture um is how did we meet and i'm going to let you speak quickly first to that okay and then i'll kind of <laughs> add different uh, parts of our journey up to where we're at today of how 
our professional, you know, careers have mixed matched along the way. So how did we meet? So we get this question a lot. It's funny because we work together um, being married. But uh, so we met back at Texas Tech. Um, That's right. Um, We were both uh, going to school there. That was my sophomore year and that was your uh, junior year, right? And we had a um, a common friend. So my roommate Rachel um, knew you, and then she introduced me to you, and then mm-hmm. um, really it kind of just took off from there. It just automatically started right. dating and hanging well, out. It's ironic how life comes full circle because at that time, I'm not gonna lie, I was probably pursuing Rachel. I know, and I thought she was cute. And then she's like, hey, let me introduce you to my roommate. And then when you turn around, like, whoa, and all my attention went to you. And where we met was at Paradigm. It was a college ministry that was on Thursday nights at Tech. That's right. And the ironic thing was is uh, it was John Randalls, who ended up being one of my mentors. Uh, every year he took on a few people that he would mentor, and I came under his umbrella. Um, but the interesting thing is he lived in a city called Frisco, Texas. And he would talk about this place, Frisco, and his son uh, was a youth pastor at a church in Frisco, which was First Baptist, which is where Jeb goes. Uh, But it's interesting because I didn't even know that that city existed. Mm -mm. And look where we're at today, living in Frisco, doing life together. And um, but part of that journey is because of you, you took me to a church, uh, which at that time was uh, Trinity Church. Yep. And there is where really got my first career. Um, You know, we started attending that church, got involved in the college ministry, then uh, get to the point you became on staff as a graphic designer. I did. Mm -hmm. And I became the college uh, director. And so we worked together at 20 years old from the get-go. So, you know, from that moment, I was uh, helping manage artwork and design and you were my graphic artist how did how did that experience do you believe kind of shape the beginnings of our path to where we're at today it's it's interesting because pretty much we've always worked together it feels like Mm -hmm. and so um we just kind of fell into those roles naturally i feel like so you would just kind of give the direction and then i would take it and run with it um, you know, getting feedback from you and then me uh, giving some ideas of, of direction and that sort of thing. So it's it's kind of been our natural path. Right. And uh, people always ask me, you know, how is it to work with your spouse? Because not only did we uh, work together at the, the church, but we both taught at the same school. And then we both work together at Tumbleweed now. And so people always wonder how that even works. But it's just been, you know, almost since day one, that's kind of been us. So right. It feels normal. Well, and I think that's something that people don't realize is people think of as overnight as success. Well, in the same sense, they think of it as that you and I just now started working together right. professionally. Not. It's not. You know, we worked at Trinity Church. Uh, you started a photography business that that's was right. very successful. You um, were absolutely incredible at photography. You still are. Well, and you. we had the opportunity to travel across Texas. You mm-hmm. traveled across the world doing photography. Um because I was working at a marketing agency at that time, I couldn't go to Puerto Rico with you and I some know. of the fun ones. But I was also your second shooter. Yes. Um, and, you know, through that, what was one of your memories uh, in the photography business with us working together? 
I just loved how you had a different eye than I did. So I remember this one specific wedding that we were shooting at Old Red Courthouse in Dallas. <laughs> and you may even remember this. So I think it was the bride was coming down that wrought iron staircase. Right. And um, you had this view. You wanted to shoot through like the curly cues of the, the wrought iron. And I was shooting a little bit more direct. But it was two totally different perspectives, and they both turned out great. But that was really an eye-opening experience for me, was just recognizing that um, you had such a different perspective in a totally unique and, like, complementary way. And so our two different perspectives, I feel like, can really uh, work together when we take the time to actually listen to, yeah, you had a fantastic idea. You had a great viewpoint. Um, and then just kind of merging those two together. So for I think sure. that was my biggest memory of that. Yeah. Now we've kind of mentioned a few things along our journey. Cause a lot of times people ask, you know, as we just said is not, how is it, what is it like working together, mm -hmm. but what's, what's your history been like before you got there? And, you know, and so for us, we just mentioned working at the church, starting a photography business, right? Uh, working at Liberty high school in Frisco ISD. You were an art teacher, a photography teacher. You actually, when I moved to the independent study and mentorship, which is kind of more of a uh, mentor role that I took over facilitator of a career based class, you actually moved into my marketing class and That's took that right. over. I did. Mm -hmm. But there's another part that people don't realize. And that was when we, I started a little uh, talent agency and I did a little bit of the music promotional business. And you were also a part of that and doing design work. And um, we had, there's an old business called uh, Cilantro's out in yes. Lubbock. And that was yes. part of our little agency that we had doing some side hustle design work. So a part of that journey of working together, not necessarily about how you and I work together, but about the skills. Right. What, what are some lessons you learned along the way with receiving my, I guess, design direction my you mentioned my eye with photography I am not a good photographer I, I really am not but I do believe I have an eye for design and I have an eye seeing the destination I want to get to and you are just absolutely incredible at hearing my direction and making that destination come to reality so what has that been like pre-tumbleweed learning how to get feedback, learning how to articulate what I say and when I say it and applying it to, to, to create something beautiful like a photography piece or a, uh, a church mailer or a design for a band that we're working with or now Tumbleweed Textiles a t-shirt. What's that been like for you? Well, I definitely was not always easy. Mm -hmm. I think I definitely had to learn a whole lot of how to take those critiques, criticism sometimes, and then um, really think about it. Uh, think, is this true? Yes, no, yes. Okay, well, let's go ahead. Let's make those changes. Let's make those modifications. Let's get it where it needs to be. Yeah. And it's just really learning to accept the direction. And I, I definitely was not always good at that. I'm still learning how to be um, accepting and and really more like welcoming of critiques but um i think it's really helped me develop into a stronger designer and less of i want it to be this way um and more of what is the brand's direction or, or what is the artist's direction like who really am i making this for and then going in that 
um, in that direction with the design or the, the photo or the image or whatever it may be. For sure. You know, I think our, our, our journey together, you know, one of the questions is how has it affected your marriage? And, and you mm-hmm. started getting into that a little bit, but, you know, I think it's obvious we've had, uh, we've been very blessed with success. For we've sure. also been blessed with failures, meaning you and I have gone through businesses that have not worked out. Right. Or businesses that retired and we moved on to the next thing, new, new path in our, in our life. Um, and we've gone through adversities, yes. right? Um, you know, I'm going to speak to some is people don't realize that, you know, over the last few years, even at, at working in the church, um, there is no real separation. When you're an entrepreneur, it's not that we just work together. I'm the owner of our business, right, exactly. you know, and Jeb and I are business partners and we're equal um, in that sense. But, you know, I've been the person on our team that has really gone all in with all my time, all my efforts. Uh, tumbleweed is my life. 100 percent. Yeah. And the areas I've had to sacrifice is there's been nights that you have to put all the kids to sleep because mm-hmm. I'm out at a at a restaurant or a bar or a coffee shop meeting with with people. Mm-hmm. Um traveling to Austin for a couple of days to meet with clients or I'm out hustling Oktoberfest and I'm gone for three days. Um, that to me has been the hardest part for me is just not necessarily being a part of the process and kudos to you for always being there for my family, being there for your family, being there for our kids. Um, but for you, what's been maybe one of the hardest things having this professional life that we work together, um, as me as an entrepreneur, but us as coworkers. Yeah, I think it's taken me a while to feel like I'm like 100%. I mean, I've always been 100, 100% on board, but just the accepting of um, it's not the 40-hour work week. It's not the 50-hour work week. It's the it's however many hours it takes to get the job done work week. Right. And um, you come home and you take your time and you have dinner with the family and then you have some playtime with the kids as much as you can until you have to start work again. And so that leaves me, yeah, it leaves me putting the kids to bed and, and doing some of those things by myself. But, um, but I'm, I'm okay with that because that's, it's not just your, your job. It's not just my job. It's like our whole family is into it. And it's, I can't remember if it was yesterday or the day before all the days run together, but um, you were leaving after dinner, I think it was, for a meeting, and uh, Luke said, Luke is our three-year-old, and uh, he's very energetic, and he always has a lot to say, but um, you told him you had to go to work, and he said, oh, I've got to go to work, too. I've got a (laughs) meeting, and uh, you said, oh, really? Who's your meeting with? And he said, Sharon, who is uh, another of our team members, so it's funny because our kids really, they're a part of our, our, our work, but you know, it's just all kind of merges together. They love it. They love coming up to the store. They love coming to the events. Um, they don't really know anything different, but it doesn't take anything away from our family life. Right. I definitely believe our, our children have, well, Luke and Hannah, cause they're old enough to kind of understand this without understanding it. Right. Uh, that in life, it's not really success, but because they don't understand really success, but they understand the joy on our face. They understand the fulfillment we receive. Exactly. Um, I think they're learning uh, how to apply hard work, and it requires all that you have to see success. Right. Um, 
And then for you, what's been a hardship? You know, I know you mentioned that, but what's been some very hard elements or parts of our 11-year journey of working together? Um, I would say, you know, it's it's been really unique because whenever we're working together, we know what's going on. We know um, if there are issues or there's big projects or whatever is going on. So if you get home and you've had a hard day, I know you've had a hard day and I know exactly usually why you've had a hard day, um, even if I don't know the specifics. And so that's been helpful. But also I think it's hard because um, there is very little to almost no separation in our work and, and home life. And um, sometimes it's hard to know when to say, you know, we need a break, we need to take time off, um, because, you know, we are all in. And so I think sometimes it's hard to kind of find that balance of, of rest, which is so necessary. Right. But I think with all that said is, you know, for those that are listening, it's important to understand is Tumboy Textiles, we've been around for 11 years. Um, Hillary and I have worked since day one together. She was a part of the very first design that Jeb created. Um, she, Jeb designed it, drew it, gave it to Hillary. She scanned it. She got digi- made it uh, digital uh, so that we could print it. So she's been truly a part with us since day one. Uh, we've had a history working together pre-Tumbleweed Textiles. I mean, literally since 2006, we've been working together pretty much. 2004, actually, I believe. So we've been doing this for a long time, but we still don't have the answers. That's right. It's still uh, an evolving relationship. There's days that I'm a horrible husband, I'm sure. No. There's days that I might come home and bring work with me. But she also said, work is always with us. Because when our business is not doing well, it affects our personal finances. It affects my personal life because there's no one else that can fix the issues for our company. It's me. It's maybe Hillary. It's maybe, you know, others on our team. And those others on the team tend to need my direction. So as a company, it never stops. Christmas Day, people are buying product. They need customer service. If, if I'm get, allowing my staff to have time off, that means I might have to be the one that can do it. And I say this because... You might think this podcast is to sit here and give you answers, but there is no answers. It's a work in progress. For sure. And so, Hillary, what are some things that we have done over the last few years to try to resolve some of these, like, you know, so our whole life isn't just work. Right. So we're showing our kids that there's another side of life. Right. Right. What are some things that we're doing as a family to try to ensure that there is we're attempting a work-life balance? I think one of the biggest things that's been helpful is really being intentional with a specific time of day. So for us, it's going to be like our, our, our dinner time and then right after that play time before the kids' bedtime. Um, and for us... We're apparently 90 years old because we eat at like 5 o'clock. So we have a couple hours of of eating together and hanging out and playing um, and spending that time together before they go to bed. And so I think that's helped a whole lot because once we kind of found that routine, things have gone a lot smoother. The kids um, are just more... um, accepted or acceptable to to or eager to for their routine for their bedtime they they're not fighting oh no you know um i want to keep playing they know exactly what the routine is and and they're excited for that playtime right after after dinner time so whether that's playing legos or you know hot wheel cars or whatever they're into 
for that, you know, for 30 sure. minutes. I think another part of what we've done is uh, finding a friend group that is not directly related to our work. That's very true. Yes. You know, and, uh, you know, we got involved at our local church in a life group. And that life group has been fantastic because we are meeting with other people that, yes, they might love our business. They're big supporters of our company. But when we meet with them, they're not just talking about Texas T-shirts. So true. They're not just talking about Texas musicians. Yes. And in the world that we live in, they're they're talking about their family and their jobs and the. But the one thing we find out is even though those spouses aren't necessarily working together, they're struggling with the same things that we're struggling with. Right. And that's been very helpful for us to do that. But then also for our our children to hang out with their children. And see, okay, it's very important to have family relationships, family friends that you can do life together with. Right, definitely. So, and then another part of this is, I think it's been very important that, as Hillary had mentioned, but it's like Luke plays soccer, Hannah did Miracle League sports, Hannah's, uh, our daughter has special needs. And it's, there's times that, when it's their time, we do not work. I put my phone in my pocket. Right. I'm not checking my emails. Same thing with Hillary is that we are making sure that we are giving our kids their time when it's their time. Yes, for sure. Yeah. That's a good point. I, yes, being very intentional. And I think that's the biggest thing is just being intentional with the time that we have together. Yeah. What maybe is uh, one of the most fun experiences that you've had with me right with us right working together and this can really go all the way back to 2004 to 2000 excuse me six when we've worked together at the church to all the way to today with tumbleweed textiles what's what's an experience or thing that you've loved to do with me oh man it's been a while like we've just worked together for so long so there's a lot of different um things that we've done a lot of cool places that we've been the traveling has really been fun um once upon a time before we had kids we would do a uh, summer tumbleweed trip with jeb and his wife carrie and those were always really fun a lot of exploring and and getting to do new things that was really cool um but i think a big thing overall is seeing the culmination of a big project come together and be successful so whether that was um like a big event through the church that you were um, facilitating putting together. And then I would do all the graphics and the posters and all that stuff that would um, reach out and, and get the, the people to come, the students to come. Um, or it's a, a big product launch for Tumbleweed, uh, whatever it is. I think yeah. just kind of seeing the success that comes from the, the collaboration and the work together has been probably my top moments. Yeah. I think, uh, as you know, I'm a very driven human yep and if you were to look at the enneagram you know uh, two of the areas that i'm a loyalist but my biggest thing is i like um success and it's not success in the sense of i want money and fame and fortunes you know i right don't really care about that we have actually people on our team including yourself that kind of remind me and nudge me to even post on LinkedIn or social media. That's very true. Because y'all see the importance of that. And I see the importance of that too, but it's just really hard for me to do it. Um, But being that kind of person that sees fulfillment in 
I guess it's more achievement than success. That makes sense. It's achievement and loyalty. Uh, I'm a loyalist. Is one, there's obviously no one more loyal to me than you because you're my wife. We do life together in every aspect of what we do. Is It's so fun that you've been a part of those achievements. You've been a part of those uh, successes. You've been a part of those failures. And so that if I am in a bad mood, you understand why, because you're experiencing it too. If right. we have a big success, like going on MSNBC when Jeb and I were, were on that, yes. you're a big part of that. Is every single thing that I get to celebrate is is with you. And I've had so much fun getting to do life with you. And now it's so fun because I feel like our children get to do life with us. Yes. You know, and who knows where where life will take us one day with Tumbleweed. But I do believe one day uh, there's something even bigger that maybe our kids are a part of our business in some capacity or we have a new business venture one day. But I do believe that this is just a part of the process of us getting to have a lot of fun life victories together. For sure. And that's been the fun part for me. Um, you know, and there's one actual experience that sticks out, too, that you say Jeb and I, you and Carrie, Jeb's wife, uh, were on a trip. We were at Round Top. That's right. Yes. And one of the most memorable experiences ever was the fact that we have done our business pre-children. And we were actually uh, at Round, Round Top Antique Week, sitting down with your parents, Jeb and Carrie. And where's the first time that we actually share with your parents that you, uh, you were expecting? That's right. I forgot they were there for that. Yes, absolutely. And so that was a very memorable time because even in a sense that was a business trip was also the first time we share with your parents uh, with our first baby, right. H- Hannah. And so, I mean, the work-life balance has been immersed in every aspect of our life. So... Um, now, responsibilities. You know, everyone knows you do art and design. How has responsibilities that we have at work shifted over to our personal life? We all know everyone has bills and right. personal finances and taking care of the kids and taking the kids to school and away to school and to sports and events and uh, cleaning the house and doing the yard work. All the things that we have to conquer outside of work. How is what's the difference of our responsibilities at work and versus you know our at our home? Right, right, right. Um, I would say they some of them are similar and then some of them are are totally different. I mean, as far as financially, um, with the business, obviously that is you. I don't touch that. I don't see that. I don't you know that's that's not my thing at all. But in our home life, that that falls to me um, doing the bills and and financial stuff. Um, and then I would say as far as taking care of, of the house and, like, maintenance and stuff, we kind of share. I feel like we share a load of, of the majority of the stuff at home, whether it's, it's taking care of the house, cleaning, um, yard work, um, you know, taking care of the kids or, or whatever it is. We kind of, we just, whoever's there takes care of it, you yeah, know. For sure. And I think one of the hardest parts for me is because I do so much of finances at work and I do so much of making decisions and telling people what to do and how right. to do it and when to do it. When I come home, I want to turn it off. Yes. And so for Which me, it's really hard to do both because when I come home, it's like all I've ever done 
is this, this, and this. I don't want to have to do that for our house. Right. And so I think, you know, I lean on you a little bit more than I would have. If I didn't have, if I was still a teacher. Right. I would come home and do our personal finances and have no issue with it. Right. But now it's like I lean on you a lot more to go into our bank statements and gather data and gather information so that we can analyze, okay, we need to stop going out to eat every day. Right. We buy way too much queso. <laughs> you know? It's a problem. Um, or we need to not go to H-E-B and get sucked into all the amazing things that they have. They are amazing, yes. Um, but I do believe what we do at Tumbleweed actually enhances what we do at home. I think so, too. Because it's uh, personal finances is way more simple and easy in comparison to uh, a business as big as Tumbleweed Textiles with yes. all the transactions and things. Um, but one of the hardest things, though, is cleaning house mm-hmm. and doing the yard work. Yes. Because we do so much work at work. Right. There's so little time left. There's so little time. Yes. You know, so we've gone through hiring lawn service, mm-hmm. hiring a maid to don't have a makes we can't afford it or we think it's silly to pay for someone else to do things that we can do but the house is a disaster and and yes. so it's definitely a work in progress for sure for sure um now for you is there like anything that you feel like you'd want to ask me that you think people would want to know as it relates to the sitting as the husband or the father of the house oh man um i would say I mean, how do you feel like you can, or when do you feel like you can, like, turn it off? Like, is there a specific um, time of day aside from, like, that, like, hour window of dinner playtime or, like, a day of the week that you feel like you can kind of, like, turn it off? Right. I think, no. (laughs) I I can never turn it off because it's just the way I'm wired. Right. Um, I'm I'm a true workaholic, um, and I say that because I'm the kind of person if, a task needs to get done, I won't eat, I won't sleep, I won't drink, I won't go to the restroom until it is completed. And that's just the way I've always been. Um, I think that's why I've had such success in youth sports and then in in all the different careers I've been in, but it somewhat sacrifices so many other things, like my mental health. Right, or your physical health. And my physical health. And I think over the last couple years, I've worked so hard at actually trying to ensure that our company does well. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I, I I do it 24-7. Yes. But also, I never turn off being a family member. Right. You know, I, I do my hardest. I learn from my dad mm-hmm. to be there and be present. So, you know, I've been there with you on our vacations and our trips and spending time with our family, going out to eat, doing the things that we do, that I've actually rarely have given myself my, me time. That's very true. Yes. And I think that's the part I've sacrificed. And so now that we're in this life group and found some friends and I get to see how they live life, I'm starting to learn that it's so important to, uh, for my own health, to maybe for an hour watch a TV show. Right. Watch Netflix. Uh, Maybe it's to go for a run, which I still need to do. Um (laughs) You know, maybe it's go to a coffee shop and not actually pull out my computer, but actually just sit there and read the newspaper mm-hmm. or, and I know it's weird, but play Words of Friends. You know, That's it's, your thing. I need to have moments that I unplug from family and unplug from work right? and just get my head above the water. And, and the crazy thing is w- when I do that, which is rare, I always become way more productive at home 
but also more productive at work and I'm able to think more clearly. It's like the more rest I get, actually the more productive I am. Yes. And I think the better I love you and our kids. And so I have not conquered that as your question, how to turn off work or turn on work, but it's still something at, well, I'm 38 years old, 39 years old, that I'm finally figuring out in a life routine to, to do that. Yeah, for sure. And I, I can definitely see how over the last year, I feel like you've made more um, intentional effort to be setting aside specific time for your your family, your kids. Um, but I feel like your me time, that definitely comes last, for sure. So looking at personalities, you know, one of the biggest questions that have people have been asking us over the last few years is, do your personalities clash? Because I've worked with people might think, hey, I've worked with Brian. He's a control freak. <laughs> or, hey, Brian has high expectations that might seem unachievable. Um, you know, I know I definitely have the personality of A-type, very driven. But I want to, you know, applaud you, your personality. You know, it's one of the things I've loved most uh, as an, a coworker is that you have no desire for to be the face. I do not. <laughs> yeah. You don't have a desire to be the one getting all the accolades. You actually want to be told what to do, right. such as, hey, here's your task, black and white. You don't have to read into what I'm saying. This is what I need. This is the outcome I need. Go do it. Right. And that's how God has wired you to think. Like you want to be told what to do it and when the deadline is so you can go do it, turn it in and move on to the next task. Right. And that's something you're really good at and you love to do. It is harder for you to give direction because you you are not a natural leader in that sense. Right. But you are a quiet leader because you're so calm and peaceful and nice and kind, which many times when there's a storm, just that personality trait you have of being kind and calm keeps us from a big fight. Yeah, I, th I think we definitely balance each other out. I mean, it's the whole, you know, yin and yang, I guess. No but, doubt. Um, I'm definitely the calmer, kind of the more laid back of the two. But I feel like I've learned so much from you and just how you work and how you live to be more driven and to be more um, intentional in what I do and, and how I think. Yeah. Um, so I feel like. I've become a little bit more of a better person just from you being so opposite of me, yeah. learning to appreciate that, but then also being able to apply it a little bit more to my life. Right. And I think, you know, the yin yang has actually made us experience a lot of the success we've had as a family, but as a company. But I want, I want to go down a path right now, and you had no clue I was going to throw this out there. Okay. So hopefully it's okay. we got about five or so more minutes. Um, but, you know, through our life, there's been two specific things uh, as parents that we've struggled with. Um, and I think you know where I'm going with this, okay. with, with Hannah and the process with Luke and uh, Zachary. Mm -hmm. Is that okay? We go that direction? All right. Let's, okay. let's do it. So I say that because pe all we've talked about, all the questions people ask is how do you handle work together? Mm -hmm. 
But I think the bigger question is how did we handle life together? Because at the end of the day, we have to work. You have to turn it on to make money because we have to pay the bills. Mm -hmm. But when we go home, most people will veg and turn on TV and work and they disconnect. For us, we've gone through two life experiences that really have been hard. And I think those two life experiences have defined who we are more than what work has. That's true. And one's our daughter, Hannah. Um, And I don't know if you're willing to share like what she has and um, kind of what that experience was like when she came, we came to know Hannah. Sure. So Hannah is 10 now. Um, when she was about six months old, she was missing all her milestones. Um, super sweet, uh, snuggly girl, but she just, she was not doing the normal baby things. She wasn't doing the, the sitting up. She wasn't doing the crawling or any of that. So we went and, um, had her, uh, evaluated mm-hmm. and that ended up at a geneticist office where we had uh, blood work and found out that she had an extra chromosome. So she has what is called partial trisomy of the number four and the number 13 chromosomes. So she just has a little bit of extra genetic material. Um, and basically the geneticist told us it's kind of like if you, you make a cake and then you add an extra egg, it just it ends up a little bit different. Um, and they couldn't really tell us anything about what to expect, what that means for her future, um, what anything would look like. It was just extremely rare. They could yeah. only find one other specific case of that, and there was no information aside from the fact that it existed. So um, basically, with Hannah, she um, has cognitive disability and a speech disability, and she is developmentally delayed. So that's just, it's been a huge Every day is a learning curve, um, I feel like, with her and just, you know, accepting her for who she is, but also trying to help her to be the best um, version of herself, just like any kid. I mean, just just helping her to learn and grow as best she can. For sure. And because of that, and just for the sake of time, sure, um, we decided at that time maybe not to have another child. Right. Because one work was crazy, mm-hmm. and that was a time that tumbleweed was was growing exponentially. You and I both were teaching. We were right. both basically full time with tumbleweed. You were touching every part of our design process. I was touching obviously the business side as well, and so we held off, wondering, okay, maybe do we adopt? Maybe we don't have another child. We just we'll go with the flow and see where you know where God takes it. Fast forward, uh, we felt led to try to have another child and so we w- decided to go through the the IVF process right um, which uh, led us to b- two beautiful children uh, Luke and now Zachary but a part of that process was you did stop teaching yes you were full-time with tumbleweed mm-hmm. and every day you'd have to go to work but prior to going into work you'd have to do some things Mm-hmm. Such as give yourself a shot. Right. Take medicine that jacked up your hormones. Yeah. I was not a happy person. <laughs> and, of course, we didn't plan to discuss this here, but I think it's important to kind of share is people don't understand. Just think of the average family. They have a hard time sometimes going through life when you are separate doing two different businesses maybe working as a teacher, maybe working for some big Fortune 500 company. 
and you have a salary. For us, when Tumbleweed succeeds, we can pay ourselves. When it doesn't, maybe we don't. We're true entrepreneurs. And then when we go home, there's still struggles that everyone in life has to struggle with. And I say that because with our two children, and now our three, with you having to do things that, like to give yourself a shot, I mean, you had to go through some very disciplined activities before you ever went to work. And then there was still an expectation on you when you got to work to get your job done so that we can make money. Mm-hmm. And you had to do whatever it took to be a great mom, but also to be a great coworker, but also in a sense, be a great owner of the business. And I had to support you and do things with you to support you, but also still go to work, turn that off, turn on my hat of being boss at work right. and not allow that to affect our job. And I say that because all the questions people wanted to know from us was, well, how do you do it? Do you like each other? And I think with all this said and done as a married couple, it's just like in life with your faith in life with anything that you do is we understand the mission. We have to be the best parents that we need to be. We need to be the best spouses that we need to be. We need to go to work and do our job. I think you and I have just eliminated the sadness and the depression and the time that we just feel pity party for ourselves. Mm -hmm. And we have been soldiers that we just said, hey, this is what we're going to do. This is life. This is the life that God has provided for us. And we love doing what we do. And so we're going to fight forward and we're going to fight the good fight. And we understand that we're a teammate, that there's sacrifices along the way, such as, hey, I have to work late. You have to take the kids to school or, hey, I'm going to take the kids to school. You can't go to practice because you have to do this. We've understand that mentality of we will do whatever it takes to be the best mom, best dad, best husband, wife, best church members at church, best friends to our friends in our life group, but also the best employees and team members to our team. And I feel like that's been the secret recipe to our marriage, to our household, and to our work is is really, truly our mindset. Agreed. And we just finally, I think life forced our hand that we had no time to worry, stress, and think. All we could do to survive, to keep our head above water, is to continue fighting forward. Is that fair to say? I 100%, yeah. And I say all that because Hannah taught me that people aren't going to be perfect. I had this dream that she was going to be, you know, prom queen and the star soccer player. And I realized, hey, there is no way she, she was going to be that. And I've learned to love her no matter what the same way. And when she has her own milestones, like eating food with a spoon. For sure. I'm as excited about that as I am my son kicking a ball into the soccer net. Right. But I think that's transitioned me to have a better understanding of not unrealistic, I guess, expectations on my team, Mm -hmm. on you as a wife and my family, because I understand what you've got had to go through to get to where we're at. I have understanding what my daughter goes through to get to where she's at, but it's allowed me to have a different perspective of grace and empathy and love and understanding for people, which I believe my family has made me a better leader, boss, entrepreneur, and just friend in general. What do you believe for you as kind of a closing for you? I just spoke a lot. I know. <laughs> How has those life journeys, those 
obstacles along the way, your work experience with me and at Tumbleweed, how has that maybe defined you as a woman and who you are right now? Right. I would say a big part of it is knowing the strengths of your team, of your spouse, um, the people around you, and being able to actually ask for help. So admitting that I can't do it all. You know, I've had so many times where um, I just, I knew you were busy, and so I would try and do everything, and then um, surprise, surprise, (laughs) I couldn't do it all, and I would end up blowing up and uh, undeservedly so towards you. And when I should have just said, hey, I can't handle this, you know, I need a little bit of extra help or a little bit of extra grace or whatever it might be. And so I think that that applies to your family, to your spouse and to your your teammates as well. Yeah. So I think in closing, you know, I will say there's no life I would choose outside of what we have. I love what we do. I love that we get to do life together. For any of those uh, of you listening that might want to start a business with a with a spouse, it's not easy. For sure. It is very difficult. There's going to be a lot of sacrifices. But in my mind, it's kind of like a game that we're getting to do life together, and we got to be a team, as Hillary said, and that you got to find joy in the process. you got to find joy in the sacrifice. you got to find joy in really each little success because that will drive you through all the battles and obstacles that you do face. And we are also very lucky, excuse me, to have great family. We work with your sister. Yes. Audrey's been a great help. Your parents have been great. My parents are amazing. My sisters, my nieces, my my brother-in-laws, every, every family member we have has rallied around us and all of our friends have too. And so I think at the end of the day, it's having faith in, in our God. It's having faith in one another and then finding an amazing support system that would rally around us to support us when we need something. 100%. Yeah. So deep stuff today. <laughs> I know, but uh, I appreciate you, Hillary, sharing some stuff and allowing me to share some deep things about our personal life. Yes. So thank you all for listening. We hope you were able to gain just a little bit of encouragement, motivation, and a tip and advice to uh, conquer your journey. If you're on social media, we ask though that if you can share uh, with your friends and family about the Tumbleweed podcast, we would really appreciate it because we believe there's some good content in the last episodes that we've we've done and launched. Uh, we wish you all the best. Have a great day. Bye, y'all.